Hello there. This is an incoming transmission from the Outer Rim Beacon. Everything leading up to this moment has been rehearsal. The real performance is about to begin. I'm counting on it. Ladies and gentlemen, you have now tuned in to the Outer Rim Beacon, your frequency for everything in that galaxy far, far away. Uh, my name is Justin. I'm one of the hosts of the show. Joining me today, as always, are my co-hosts. This is Josh. Pergill, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Pergill. Official name change, right? Uh, this is Kyle. Yeah, and I, too, was going to shout out the live-action pr- premiere of the Pergill. And boy... They were some big ones too. They False. were lo- okay. We saw them silhouetted. The first, True. the first close up. Uh, yeah, this was the, the first face to face with a pergill uh, in live action. <laughs> um, they are quite large, um, uh, and there were a lot of them bigger, bigger than they were in Rebels. I would say you know most most of them were smaller in scale in the in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, in case you guys haven't figured out yet, uh, we are literally recording this right after the episode aired. This is new for us. We've never tried this before, so we're going to see how, how it works and see if we like it. So well, We're not, um, we're not we, usually up at 3 a.m. when they come out. So This primetime right, um, viewing thing, I actually kind of like it. Cause yeah, it I'm was, into it. It's, uh, I don't have to, I, I don't have to eat, watch it before work in order to not have to avoid this the internet. Um, and watch it on like your phone down, or anything. Sit crazy, down and yeah. yeah, sit down and watch it with yeah. tab. You know, so. comfort of your own couch instead of trying to get the episode in on on lunch at work, where you're trying not to get spoiled uh, on the interwebs by things. And so I know we yeah, were watching it's kind of nice. Uh, you know, millions of other people all at the exact same time. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't crash the network. That's a good thing. So, um, we, you know, yes, yeah, so we're flying by the seat of our pants here, uh, much like Sabine and uh, Ahsoka and the ship trying to find this giant hyper ring. Um, we got no show notes. We got no audio. We're just gonna we're gonna see what happens here. We're gonna find out what we got. A um, little bit of news and notes. Uh, Ahsoka was the largest premiere on Disney Plus uh, last week's episodes. Just FYI, in case really? you know that, what they, I think it was of like anything 14... ever on Disney Plus. Yeah, I think it was like 14 million Dang. for watching. It was 11 or 14 million. I can't remember what it was. Um, Wait. Large number. Bigger than Mando. Largest what? Um, TV series premiere on so Disney what, Plus. So what counts? Like what? Um, how? What are they? Because are they counting like people that watched it as soon as it went on and that's it? Like. Because, well, obviously it would be, like, is it the first day of viewing? Oh, you're talking about the time frame. Yeah. That I don't know. Of course, less people would watch it when it first came out, If when they're all on. Yeah, is it first hour, first day, first week? What are we talking about here? Good question. I don't know. Is this a, uh, is this a skewed statistic here? Is this fake news? <laughs> it could it could be. Um, let's see. I, I don't know. It says, uh, Justin, let's just see what it was. The 14 million cocked. views. 14 million views of the 56-minute premiere episode would equate to 784 minutes of viewing worldwide. Um, Views don't necessarily equal viewers, 
However, as the total viewing time doesn't necessarily account for multiple people watching the show together or a single person watching the episode several times. Disney Plus also didn't release any figures for episode two of Ahsoka, which also premiered August 23rd. So That answered uh, a bunch of they, questions nobody had. Yeah, <laughs> We know how Hey, man, I'm just reading the article works. here. We know yep. that you don't know um, if more than one person is in the room. More than, here you go. Okay. More than 14 million views worldwide in the five days after its August 23rd debut. Disney Plus is using the same methodology for counting a quote view that Netflix has employed for the past couple months. Divides the total viewing time by the runtime for a given title. No one cares about that part. Yeah. So five days though. After it uh, dropped, five days, 14 million views. I'm surprised that this show of of everything that's been released on Disney Plus would have the most viewers um, of any in the first five days. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Good for Star Wars. Good um, for Ahsoka. Yes. We kind of figured this one was going to be a big popular popular amongst the peoples she's still niche though we yeah, don't realize it because we're so deep so. but she's she so she is very popular in the fandom she is not very popular in because because for every every one of us there's there's like five bros who like star wars but don't know anything like don't right. commit it to memory i don't to, watch stupid to double cartoons. down on that i had a zoom call with a bunch of my friends from college two nights ago because we're going on vacation next month uh and two of them are quote star wars fans see all the movies in the theaters whatever watched mando uh, neither of them pronounced Ahsoka correct when they were asking me about it. Like they don't even know who this really? person is. So it's Josh is right. This I'm shocked. Like I would have thought for sure Mando, mm-hmm. the premiere of season one or two of Mando, would have had more than Ahsoka. Yeah, a pleasantly big surprised. win for Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, that's uh, good for them. So, um, but yeah, big news there. Uh, this episode was great. This was a lot of fun. Um, other news, Hasbro had a fan stream today, dropped a whole bunch of toys. In case you don't know, they're still making toys. Um, lots of Star Wars stuff in the pipeline. I'm not going to go through all of it. It was actually a bunch of stuff from the Ahsoka series. So the HK 47s, Merrick and black series, Ezra black series, um, God, vintage collection chopper is They're redoing a vintage collection Chop. chopper. Um, no what chop this episode, there? right? Was he in there at all? Or did he pop no, he in was. for a second yeah, with Jason? He was Jason. in there. He yeah, was there he with did. Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Who did so, have green hair? Well, he did. We'll get to which it. Was Sorry. Very, oh, that's not what we were yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, whole bunch of vintage collection figures, whole bunch of Black Series figures coming out. Um, I believe most of them are up for pre-order tomorrow. Um, so go check them out. You can find it which on any today, one of the like Fanta tracks. Yeah. Um, Fanta tracks. Uh, what is it? Jedi Temple Archives. Any one of those documented the live stream the fan stream so you can find them there or go to hasbro pulse they're they're all up there too you can see what they are big bad toy store whatever it is go get your pre-orders in um but lots of figures dropping uh so yeah let's dive into this episode so this is uh episode three uh yeah and if you haven't watched this yet please watch first and then come back and listen to our podcast don't listen to this where we're going to ruin it for you and be like oh they didn't tell me they were ruining the episode don't do that um our listeners don't sound like that (laughs) no i can't imagine they would maybe some do i don't know maybe 
I hope I hope Bobcat Goldthwait is listening to this actually. Uh. (laughs) 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 Just yells in a microphone a lot. Yes, Um, but no. uh, So if you haven't watched it yet, please go out and watch it. Then come back listen to the podcast because we are about to talk about it. You you don't want to get spoiled by it. Yeah. Uh, this is episode three, titled Time to Fly. It was directed by Steph Green and, of course, written by Dave Filoni. So, um, we just kind of catch brother, up. Sister, I mean. Steph Green, yeah. Seth Green's <laughs> twin sister. Yeah. Um, this was a short run time, about 30 Ooh, minutes. Give us more. I know. More Ahsoka, please. Um, but, yeah, it was a short run time. We catch up with uh, the group uh, kind of heading out to... Check out the Danab system, Danab system. Yeah, they were just whatever. on. They were Danab. just on the ship the entire episode, right? Yeah, and a little bit of Hera in there, kind of going through some politics with people, and uh, that was most of it. That was that was that was the episode. That's what's it. The, what's the name That's of that one episode. senator Done. who's uh, the, ah, the one that's a chode? You're talking about Ziono, ah, the douche. Yeah. Yes. This is. This is Senator very Chud. interesting because they didn't say his first name, and I didn't. Chud. I didn't, didn't watch he through didn't the credits. Um, but if that is Hamato, if that is Hamato Ziono, then that is the father of Kazuda Ziono, who was in Resistance. And now no one watched that. Justin, trying to make this show tie happen, some pieces dude. together. No one, no one watched that. Um, you were the only well, person who watched that. That's why they canceled it. Was not it. good. <laughs> uh, watch, watch uh, Kaz make an appearance later on in this show somehow, and I'm just gonna be like, oh man. Um, but yeah, he if that's the same Ziono, then that's his father, um, who was a senator in the New Republic, uh, and that's pretty much where we're at. So was he very a, interesting? Was he a chode? Did yeah, that he come might up have been. I don't know. Resistance? I think in I think it's actually canon. I think in in the in one of the episodes, he had yelled at Kaz for joining up with the resistance and like, how did you get caught up with that waste of time or something like that? And was very, yes, very not happy about it. So, um, but yeah, so if that's the same person, it's very interesting, but, uh, Mon Mothma, you know, so uh, chancellor pull a respect on her name. Chancellor Mon Mothma still trying to fight the good fight here, and um, well, she was. I don't know. She always seemed to get stepped on. She's like been through it. They've got sympathy for that stuff. These other yahoos who are just uh, probably it's like Hera was implying, like they were just they were going to have that job regardless of who won. Like you know, mm-hmm. that's what being a career politician yep. is for a lot of them. So. Um, what did she say? What I were can... you just sitting on the sidelines waiting to see who came out on top? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, 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 ballsy. Go ahead, Josh. Do you know a major way that Star Wars is not like the real world? What's that? None of those senators were octogenarians. <laughs> yeah, they all still had some of their best <laughs> years ahead of them. <laughs> Very true. They were um, significantly younger. The Empire did, <laughs> than a, ours. did a much better job of employing um, term limits. There was term yeah. better term limits. Uh, <laughs> they finally put them in Empire. place. Uh, New, Republic New Republic said nope. Yeah, said nope. We're putting term limits in. Thank God. Because uh, <laughs> um, Tarkin was definitely no spring chicken. No, no. Um, 
but yeah, so he's yeah the you know she's still finding it. It doesn't help that I was I'm still doing my Rebels rewatch right now, and I'm on season four, and I just watched the episode with Saw and Mon Mothma going at it, and she finally like you know was yelling at him at the hologram I guess of Saw. I will say and, uh, on paper, let me go hunt down Thrawn. I I get why that's a tough sell. And we do know yeah. that, like, in this newly formed republic, resources are semi-scarce and, you know, like, it's not it's not totally unreasonable to me that they weren't like, sure, just pack up and send a whole fleet out to this thing that no one even believes exists, so. Right. Yeah, I, I, could, I could understand that. It's a hard sell to do. And she, uh, Ziono, basically kind of, turned it around to make it seem like, well, you're just trying to find Ezra. You're wasting resources to find one person. Which apparently and, she's, and, you know, he's a Jedi chode vocal about that. Also, also true. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe we should find this person. Um, yeah, we, yeah, we didn't get, re, no, sorry. Remember Kyle, how we won. Remember how we won that whole war after we found one Jedi. Imagine if we <laughs> added an entire <laughs> second Jedi. Imagine the potential. <laughs> We have we have one. We have Ahsoka. <laughs> what if we got two? <laughs> there could be uh, more more laser about, swords out I there. I was sort of talking about Luke, but <laughs> right. We got. I, what if we had I three or four? Down, Kyle. Yeah. Um. What was I going to say? Shoot, we didn't get a lot of Hera in this episode. We didn't get a lot yeah, of chop. We did. It was all right, Josh. The episode was like it was ten minutes shorter. Sabine, and it yeah. was all. It was like a half hour. So the training montage, which. So montage. Um, I gotta say, I feel like Ahsoka was agreeing with what I was saying last week. The forces in all of us, like, th- yes, talent is a factor, but it's about focus. It's about training, and uh, everyone, like the everyone, has some amount of midichlorians and. The force flows through all living things and non li mm-hmm. I, I mean, this rock, it's everywhere. Josh? First, rebuttal. two things. <laughs> One, this rock, his name's Geode. <laughs> <laughs> I met the rock on Dagobah, okay? <laughs> secondly, you don't know that that wasn't Geode, sir. <laughs> I guess I don't. I guess yeah. I don't. <laughs> Man, um, if they bring I mean, hey, think about, think about this. Who's the one Jedi that was around back then? Yoda. Ch- Geodes. I almost said Chiode, like Chode. Chiode. Yeah, I know. Uh, That's what they called he Geode would when a- he was being a jerk. Chiode. Mm-hmm. It stands yeah. to reason he would have an extremely long lifespan, so maybe he is still around. Well, well, no, I'm just thinking like the one person around that he knows from back then is Yoda, so he's like, I'm going to go chill. I'll just with ki- kick it with Yoda. the only person mm-hmm. I yeah. still know. Yeah. My old buddy. Okay, so... My rebuttal is, I think, like, and like I said last week, that this is a changing of force lore. I, I, she is saying the same exact thing that you're saying. And I, as soon as, so when we went off the air last week, when we went off the air last week, when we stopped recording last week, I looked, I would try to do some research. And then I, when she was explaining this, I was like, oh, damn it. They're, she's supporting Kyle's argument. But so here's the thing. I might add. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. So, um, Here's here's the thing on the Wikipedia. Here's okay. a sentence that they here's a sentence that they use. No, it's got a it's got a it's from the old database. Oh, it's quoted. It's got a, okay, it's yeah. a 
It's got, it's unlike regular, be- unlike regular beings, force sensitives could harness the power of the force, giving them extraordinary b- abilities. So this points out, like you were saying, everyone has the force. Anyone can train hard enough to be to use the force. And this sentence clearly states that there are regular beings and force sensitives, two distinct groups, which is um, what I was saying. I get that, but I think that could have been like uh, just because that is Wikipedia's interpretation because it's never been express- expressly said before, and now like I, I still I don't like that I don't change. like that anybody could be a Jedi. I think it should be a special ability. Well, I don't think anyone can be a Jedi. That's, That's sort of I, what yeah. she was getting at. The Jedi That's were wrong, and they were only cherry picking like the best of the best of the best, and then getting these people who could do super special things. She's saying through focus and training, anyone can be attuned and in touch. And, you know, enhance their connection with it. Mm. You know, that's sort of of like there was a sliding scale of people talk about, you know, Anakin could just do these things that no one could do. And because he was like like the best of the best of the best. There was also, Mm -hmm. you know, the worst Jedi, too. Well, they, which was also Anakin. <laughs> well, kind of. least talented, <laughs> I should say. I know, okay. I know. <laughs> you know, I, do you guys remember in the old canon, like how Corrin Horn couldn't do certain, like he was good at some stuff, but then he like, I think it was like telekinesis he couldn't do. Like he just, I telekinesis, can't, I, not able to do yep. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a little bit of that in uh, New Republic novels too with, um. Oh, what is her name that was training and she was trying to make the jump High Republic across the Yeah, High Republic that she she couldn't make the jump across the canyon or whatever and he's like, Oh, you gotta keep trying, you'll get there. It's just gonna take practice. Ended up dropping her out of um, the ship or something crazy. Trial by fire. Yeah. yeah. Um I, I think they all have like certain areas maybe that they can tap yeah, into maybe a little bit more than others. Yeah. People have their own Quinlan Voss yeah, with his psychometry special abilities um, too. Ezra talking to animals sort of, you know. Mm-hmm. There's their yep. things. Um he struggled, you know, in the beginning with uh force movement or not force movement, I'm sorry, with like uh influencing, right? It took him a while to master influence influencing other individuals, you know, with mind tricks or whatever. Um, that didn't come easy to him. Um, Anakin certainly with pot racing had a little bit of precognition. He could see things before they yeah, happened. The, the, I just fall- double, double vision, double vision, double. Look, God, that got so old. <laughs> I forgot <laughs> all about that, man. Gosh, that was your. Uh, so that's an audio book <laughs> where it's explaining how Vader did his like force power or Anakin, I guess did his mm-hmm. force abilities, Both. like projecting what was going to happen. And it just, Double like it was a really vision. cool explanation in my opinion, but especially on the it audiobook, did, it got real. It didn't old. work on the audio. Got a little book. old. Yeah, it got real. Old. No. Um, you know, I, to me, it, I just fall back to what Yoda said and how he explained it to Luke. And to me, it's just, it makes sense. You know, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And that, and that like, it's another, which I'm also into, it's another way of like showing sort of the corruption and the, the general wrongness of the Jedi order. Um, because, you know, what if they were just kind of open to everyone and, you, 
just train and open your connection and be more focused and be better people. And, you know, it could have given them more perspective. Could have, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, see, and that's the conversation that's fun to have, right? It talks about the Jedi and, and the different abilities and how things were great, how things were not so great uh, with them. So it, it is kind of interesting to hear. Um, we clearly had another individual who also wants to be a Jedi and that is Jason. Um, let's talk a little bit about that. We only saw Jason for like 15 seconds in this episode, but we did see him. He certainly has longer hair. Um, it is like a greenish, a brown, dark, green, dark yeah. greenish hue. Um, you know, we only saw him for a hot minute, but he was with Chopper and uh, Aunt Sabine. It is uh, Aunt Sabine. Aunt Sabine's going to be a Jedi. Uh, she's going to be a Jedi. Uh, she goes, how'd you find that out? Chopper told me chopper. Just I love that Mon Mothma was like, oh, he's probably getting up to trouble with chopper. Like chopper is just whole, <laughs> the entire rebellion. Maybe the whole Republic wide now is just known for being up to no good all the time. Mm-hmm. A, a rap they all know about his infamous body count. I was going to say, it's funny how all of them are a okay with his body count. Um, <laughs> through this whole thing they they get mad about saw doing it but when chopper does it when chopper does it it's okay oh he's just a murderous droid it's all right let it go (laughs) it's fine um yeah i wish we would have had a little bit more jason but um you know it is we we at least got to see him he's a little kid that i've only ever seen for now a total of one minute so it's cool It'll it'll whoa, be whoa, whoa. Are you counting Rise of Skywalker because he was on the Ghost confirmed? Yeah, I think I still think total. We're probably right around a minute. <laughs> <laughs> maybe like maybe like right. seventy seconds. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but most of this episode was Ahsoka, Sabine training again, getting in touch with the Force, um, kind of, and then a pretty cool dog fight, say, rectifying their past. Um, yeah, a really cool dog fight. You had the like. I don't even know what those were like P fifty one style. They looked like scrapped together fighters, zero I did fighters not like that they, those. <laughs> ships. That they, they look like. They look too much like old timey warplanes. Took me out of it a little bit. I was like, Come that's on. that's what I that's why I referenced the P fifty ones because they look like World War two fighter planes. Listen, basically, I, you did it during the prequel. I mean, I know I was I'm alive the back then. Looking stuff because like, I'm yeah. old, but yeah, you flew one of those, didn't you, Justin? <laughs> in the yeah. Korean War. Back in the war, yeah. Yeah, I look I look great for being that old. Hey, I was nice. Um, I said Korean War instead of yeah, yeah. World War Two. WW um, but no, yeah, you're you spot I, on. I gave you a couple years later. Yeah, thanks. Um, you're no, you're spot on though. They were definitely like they look like World War Two fighter planes. Um, which I, I can't figure out. Like, so they they dropped out of hyperspace, well beyond the planet, right? And the ring was on the other side of the planet. Where were they coming from? From behind them. Good question. Like, why were they clear out there and not like closer to the planet? They sure didn't show any other kind of like or, lunar planet anywhere around. I, who knows? Right, that was a little odd to me. But I knew as um, soon as they popped up, and it was Merrick and the what's the female apprentice Shin Hati. Uh, it was two of them, and then four uh, no name dudes in masks. I'm like, oh, <laughs> red shirts. Not good for those guys. <laughs> They are not long for this world. Yeah. Does, uh, you instantly knew those two were making it and everybody else was yeah. dying. Yeah, I was like, oh, plot yeah, armor. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, <laughs> do you guys feel like Shin, Shin's her name? Yes. Uh, that Shin could be like a member of the Adams family? <laughs> She's like Bizarro <laughs> Wednesday Adams or something. Do, 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> With white hair. Do, 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 do. Well, she's got yeah. that, like, she's always, like, her eyes are looking at. She's intense. Yeah. She <laughs> Everything intense all the time. Yeah. yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, she got to lay off the death sticks a little bit, apparently. Yeah, she's They're intense. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I'm going to go on a limb I'm gonna here. I'm going to go back and see how dilated her pupils are. Uh, I'm going to go on a limb here, and I'm calling it right now. I now know who Merrick is. Oh, this will be good. Because we actually heard lines... He is the Dread Pirate Roberts Wesley because he said, as you as wish. You wish. Uh, <laughs> Josh has never seen that movie because he's Boo. a weirdo. <laughs> Boo. It has Andre the like Giant in it. How have you not seen this ever made? I don't want a peanut. You want a peanut? I only know that quote because of forgetting Sarah Marshall. <laughs> also, that's a great movie, too. Yeah, that um, I want. I want to actually see that puppet play that he made with the Dracula well, puppets. Maybe if Jason Siegel w- had did some full frontal nudity in Princess Bride, Josh would watch that too. <laughs> um, I did. I did see that. I mean, we all did. Um, but yeah, it's uh, he. We got some lines from Merrick in this episode. We had, uh, as you wish, we had a couple other just short they're little one liners. But he did it's talk. St- it's like distorted through his mask, mm-hmm. so they're being a little, little garbled. Um, and interesting too. He's very, I, I don't know. He's following the other two. He's following um, Skull and Hati. He's listening to them, taking their orders. Basically, he is not. Where where did they come um, by all these people? Like, there's more. There's more. Like, he's got a whole <laughs> army of. He's got indi- robots. He's got aliens and robots yeah. there on the planet, and then he's got another lightsaber wielding apprentice. Every time he needs one, I mean, how how deep does so, this go? So it's obvious that Merrick is someone we know, right? I, it's got to be. A, I to think be it's a character we know. They may not have been introduced in live action or animation yet, but I do think it is somebody we know. I would agree. I'm just saying because I feel like it doesn't make any plot sense to have this character otherwise, like a masked inquisitor, like way after the fact of inquisitors being relevant. Like, Do we think it's, it's got to be with a voice modulator? By, like it's got to be somebody. Is it being voiced you know? by Sam Witwer? Do we think? Did so you guys the, see that thing? The, I think the rumor, yeah, is that Sam was doing the voice, but all we heard in the last episode was like a grunt. And here we had a couple lines. He got credited for something, though. Yep, he was credited for something. Um, it's interesting because that could be that he is the character. It could also be that Dave's just like, "Hey, you want to yeah. be like, <laughs> yeah, you know." <laughs> Dave's just messing with everybody here. Let me throw he's a former a actor's. Good let me throw an actor's actor name. With, uh, Star yeah. Wars chops. So I mean, oh yeah, just I think he might be the most talented Star Wars voice actor. Bold, but uh, legit. Mm. Yeah. You have a counterpoint, a counter mm. person. I can't think of anybody. I mean, I th- I th- actually think Freddie is really good too. 
Uh, he, yeah. You guys kind of pooped on him for his one scene in uh, <laughs> Bad Batch. Caleb Doom. Yeah, that's well. Here's the thing, though. Fred is just basically doing his voice. That's true. And I, I'm not like I think all of the people, like the performances are with, great. Same with Ashley. But Whitworth's, but Whitworth's doing. He's voices. doing a voice. Yeah. And to like, be fair, he's I, doing a real pained voice a lot of times too. Well, and I I love watching him explain where that. Have you seen that clip where he like explains where that voice like how he developed the mall voice, bro. Like it's a little bit of this, but then he's it's a little mm-hmm. bit of Ray Park, but then it's also mm-hmm. like this or whoever the person because Ray didn't do the lines, right. uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. It's uh to be fair, I think more people were ripping on Freddie about that than we were. We were making fun of the no, people I making know. fun I of know. him because dude, well, I, I found a way. A I found a reason it, to sound like Macho Man, and I just ran with it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Josh found a. I mean, it's a hard to ask a forty-five-year-old dude with to sound like an eleven-year-old anyway. But <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. is one of the coolest people ever because he's not only is he in Star Wars, but he also was a writer for WWE, WWE for right. a few years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was after he was famous. I think he like, might have a cookbook. Really? Jack of all trades. Legit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so we had a nice little dogfight scene there. We had a good training scene. We found out they've got this massive hyper ring. They did confirm it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, would it be able to travel to another galaxy? Absolutely. Sure. Based on Yang's theory, um, similar to what the Pergil do which he knew about uh, clearly he missed him because he was short circuited or whatever. And his battery backup took forever to come back. But um, um, so I got a question. Do we think that either Morgan and her hired people or Ahsoka Sabine and Huyang are going to make it to this other galaxy or are somehow they both, both groups going to make it out there because there's only one ship that can make the trip right i can't imagine they're all gonna be on that ship together during the trip how would that work right am i i would assume that if they're all there there i think there's two options one option is they're like fighting on the ship and someone makes it go sure and then they're all on it um or they figure out some other way to co-opt the um the the heroes figure out some way to co-opt the pergill to get like them that. there because like that. that's how i mean that's how thrawn and ezra that's kind of what so. i was thinking yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and they, they've they i like the way that they've set this up and made it realistic it's like oh this is this thing is like the the pergill it's their it's their you know their um migratory you yeah. know mm-hmm. their path or whatever yeah migratory. um yeah, yeah i like that maybe maybe our protagonists are gonna use the use the pergill to get there because i I think it, it makes sense for both sides to get over there, but I'm I'm struggling on how that would happen because that's know. what makes the most sense to me at least. Yeah. It would be weird for them to, you know, even if they are fighting on that ship and then someone kicks it into hyperdrive, are they gonna just be like, well, I guess we might as well just stop fighting now because we're stuck here? Like I, 
gonna yeah, run. Yeah, I guess that, a, I mean, run I was away just, and live on other sides think, of the ship for a while. Like, yeah. Yeah. I think the pergol <laughs> is the is the way to go. But that'd I'm be just the coolest to way too. I think how else it would work. Yeah, I mean, why not if you're yeah. if you're gonna introduce them? Yeah, you yeah. know, and they've I, I feel like they've made them a central part of this show because they're all over the like the the hieroglyph hieroglyphics mm-hmm. on the um credits and stuff. Yeah, I'm and mm-hmm. I'm still taken back by how big they were. They were giant. There I mean well, and we Ezra know... was riding on top of one of them in in Rebels and it like he was like looking it in the eye and like I know there were I wonder different if sized ones too. But... I was to say there might be different like uh species of Pergil. Or they cuz these they, were they can't make these that were... jump to the other galaxy till they yeah. get big enough or something. Well, so I'm pretty sure the Pergil and this is just the marine biologist in me the pergill were um on the cartoon were like toothed whales and then these ones were baleen whales so Mm. Mm. interesting that could just be something that they don't care that much about to but it it also could be that there's multiple species species of them Yeah. yeah interesting I think if you go back, we know somehow Thrawn ends up on the deck of this ring. Because if you go back to the teaser trailer before the show, the shot of him from behind. Yeah, it looks just you like see where the, Morgan Elspeth it's, is. Yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. So we know that he makes it onto this ring Yeah, clearly the ring's somehow. there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just how do we get the heroes out there or do they just wait around this planet for this thing to come back? Well, and then... Like you were saying um, in our our group chat, Justin, obviously they took the time to build this ring and they're showing us the ring and we're, the ring is going out there. It stands to reason they're bringing something back, right? In the center of the I, ring. Um, yeah. Or else, why? Because that's what... Why wouldn't they have just built that's what a, they were for originally. a Star Cruiser yeah. or something? Yeah. Um, the hyperspace rings for the Delta 7s. That's essentially what they were. It's a hyperspace drive because they didn't have them on the ships, kind of like TIE fighters, right? They didn't have a hyper hyperdrives. So they built the rings for the Delta sevens to get them where they wanted to go. And then later on, the X wings all had them and a wings and Y wings could jump wherever they wanted. So the hyperspace ring kind of went by the wayside, but this thing is big enough to fit a star destroyer in it super so, so, i mean this thing looks massive it, i mean it's on the <laughs> size, scale of the planet you know it was right up on top of the horizon it was as big as a moon you know you, I, I can't imagine any ship that would be too big for it uh, i just Death Star, I, I think it'd be maybe. amazing if they yeah i think it'd be amazing if this thing jumps back with the chimera locked into it and it just drops out of hyperspace above this planet and you see the big the logo on the bottom of the ship um we did confirm it was the chimera that was taken by the Pergil at the end of Rebels that Thrawn was on. So, it was in rough shape, though, um, I believe, at that time, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, they've been gone been, for a while. It had now, taken a beating, but... um, and the deck had, like, the the tentacles mm-hmm. all throughout it because the Pergil had basically wrecked it. So uh, it'll be interesting. I, I don't know where they're going to go with this, but um, yeah, I'm, I would I'm looking love forward to, to getting that, out so. there to that new galaxy. And then I wonder how how foreign are we going to make it? You know, we're talking about another galaxy in the Star Wars. It could be crazy. It could be insanely different. There could mm-hmm. be a- alien species that we've never seen before. Could, who even knows? Go ahead. What Dad. if it's the Milky Way? 
galaxy. God, fingers crossed. <laughs> um, the thing that I, I didn't even connect last week uh, when she mentioned that it was called the Eye of Scion. Anybody else like think of like Darth Scion? No. Mm-mm. No. Okay. I was. I. I don't know that Is there's that the any connection there. Is that the guy who was there, but... like uh, crumbling and like constantly in pain, but he kept he himself. Was basic, like, yep. He was like a zombie, basically, but it, the he... dark side of the force kept him alive. Yes, yeah. he was like Darth Maul to the extreme, um, and he could just basically piece himself back. Like he was that bad. He was in that bad of a shape, but yeah, he was defeated. Um, but he put himself back together. So I think when you, I think when Scion just back means like the <laughs> descendant. So like yeah. the eye of the descendant, yeah. like, I think it's just a, I got gotcha. you. Cool I bet yeah. it's not. A, that's cool that you remembered that, but I bet it's not a, a uh, reference just cause it's there a, was a word. There was just so much last week to cover with two episodes. It was hard to get to the big thing that I, we didn't even touch on was, was what I had mentioned earlier was um, Ahsoka kind of touching on the psychometry, which is what Quinlan Voss uses. Like she can like, where she was walking through the scene yeah. where Sabine was fighting and she could hear kind of the echoes of the voices and feel the battle that happened. That's exactly what Quinlan Voss would do with the force and how he could manipulate it. So um, very cool that she's somehow picked up this power or trained and learned it and, and is using it. So um, that's a, I had a question for you, Josh, because you're kind of you're you're deep in the Mando Mando knowledge. What was Yang in the beginning when he's training with Sabine on the ship and you hear him kind of giving positions or placements that sound very similar to what remember Ezra was teaching her. Here's position one, position two, position three. Was he speaking uh, Mandoa so that like she knew like something in her language that was very familiar? Do, Do we think she was speaking maybe something different? It didn't sound like Mandoa, but I'm not. My first impression sure. was that it was like uh, whatever language that that lightsaber style saber form technique. Yeah, yeah was you gotcha. know like if you were taking some kind of martial arts class, they might speak in Japanese or something. You know. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was pretty sweet. Um, I love the hollow things. Swipe through here, score some points. Uh, he's using the little training arms on his back. Yeah. Loved it. Um, this episode kind of helped, uh, cause I think the first two, I was a little, little eh on Sabine and far, as far as the position, but this kind of helped put me right back in that. Okay. This is the Sabine that I remember from the end of rebels a little bit more, um, and made me feel a little bit better about it. So Ahsoka had a little bit more warmth in this. Episode I agree with too. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yep. think so. I I've thought about this more, and I think I I kind of said this already, but I feel like because it's Dave, and obviously we all know this is Dave's baby. Like obviously, it's purposeful that she's acting because he's not gonna like he's gonna give Rosario direction to be a certain way, and it's not like she's not a warm person. Mm-hmm. Like so, I'm I'm you know, I don't think she's. If if they wanted her to be bubbly Ahsoka, it would be easy because she's like all geeked out about you know doing it. So yeah, um, I'm sure there's a purpose. I think there's a that purpose. We just don't understand yet. Well, and also, I mean, I I don't even know that like one, you know, she's had a lot of stuff happen. So I mean, 
she has every right to be it makes sense to me even without explanation why she would possibly be not as happy <laughs> as she was well uh, we don't when she was 15 i think even in rebels she was different though and we don't know anything between rebels and now yeah i mean presumably she still went through a bunch of stuff then but yeah mm-hmm. yeah um do we see her in her. rebels i can't remember do we see her in rebels after the duel besides the very end nope only the epilogue okay so mm-hmm. so i think that th- i think that might be the shatter point for her like the the thing that really like the duel with vader that's i mean mm-hmm. probably yeah extremely traumatic on several levels mm-hmm. so anyway we, we did get a little bit of um kind of some of those fun mo- rebels type moments in this episode so like Ahsoka goes out on the ship in like the full space regalia, right? And cool. then at one point she's like flying across the front of the, the the cockpit, and she's like, "Did you fix my ship yet?" And she's just like floating upside down and kind of passing in front of Sabine, and she's like, "Still working on it." She's like, "All right, well, come pick me up when you're ready." <laughs> like, I'm not going to be out here all day. Let's go. Um, what did she say? Something about the presets. Um, when she went to the okay, tail gun, yeah, she's like, I, I see you got them. rid of all my presets. <laughs> she goes, I didn't need them. <laughs> um, so you had a little bit more of like lighthearted moments, I think, in this episode than what we got in the first two. Um, you know, talking about Huyang, I think when uh, when they first dropped out of hyperspace, oh, it's standard Jedi protocol when approaching an unknown situation. That. Yeah, and then um, when they, what was it? Uh, when they he comes, kind of comes back on. And they're sitting there. He's like, well, what did I miss? And she's like, oh, we almost died like a bunch of times. And he's like, oh, standard Jedi protocol. <laughs> like some of those little lighthearted moments, I think, were pieces that were a little missed in the first two. But um, you, you got to set the tone, I think. In I the laughed beginning. a little and, bit when she was um, doing trying to move the cup mm-hmm. and she's doing it. And then she like squinted at it and left one eye open. I laughed when she did that. I was like, that's mm-hmm. kind of silly. What did she say at the end? You win this round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like walked away, and then it shows just a shot of the cup sitting there. I'm like, yeah, way to go, cup. I liked how show her. Uh, how confident and like also calm Ahsoka was. That whole dogfight, like they were drastically outnumbered, uh, six to one, seven if you count the Ision that ended up like almost taking them out. Uh, and she's still like, uh, Sabine, we go to the rear gun please and like just hey what do you need me to do do you want me like and she was unflappable and um that was like very on character for me mm-hmm. um it really kind of took off when Huyang says something to her uh we won't be around much longer if we keep going at it like this and that's when she kind of said sabine what do you need from me and sabine's like okay when I tell you to go, you go dive. Right. Yeah, and then cool. they, and they locked it in like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she kind of trusted Sabine a little bit more to, to kind of lead her where she wanted to go. And she's not just like, all right, Sabine's cause I think of the first two episodes, she was looking at Sabine as basically like a liability. And now she's like, well, well no, I th- she's serious. Yeah, now. I think I'm at the beginning, like, especially more. when she was flying that, that ship, she was like, treating her like another Jedi, uh, you know, cause if you are able to 
use that double vision we were talking about, you know, anticipate double what's going to happen. Like, it's very easy to, I would assume. Darth Vader, big foreigner fan. Huge. Yeah. Double vision. Uh, I would imagine, like, if she could use the Force better, she could have led those ships and taken them out. But she had to know what was going to happen first and call the move. And so, like, Ahsoka was playing in to her hand, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very cool though. Glad to see him working as a team. Kudos, also, listeners, so. if you were unaware, we are three old white men. Foreigner Hence the foreigner, foreigner references <laughs> abound. Yeah. <laughs> um what else? Uh anything else that you guys uh got in this episode? Anything else you wanna well, we managed to talk about to or talk thirty about? minutes of TV for forty five minutes, so I, I think we probably covered I know. it. Yeah. Josh, what about you? Anything? I just, I'm just, I'm just living my life here, man. This is, <laughs> I never thought we were going to get more I, Star I, I Wars. Know. I can't, and, I can't, I really can't believe we're seeing like Sabine and Ahsoka and Pergil and Chopper and Hera in live action on like a weekly release TV show. It's insane. Yeah. When there's already so much more like Chopper merch, it's just, it's so mm. good. That what what is that the Chatterback Chopper or whatever from Hasbro? That's I'm gonna have to get one of these because it's so, got like it was supposed to it was supposed to come in October and it's coming tomorrow. Whoa! What? So I'm gonna have release. one. I'm gonna have one. I'm gonna have one tomorrow. Ooh, like at your house tomorrow. Yeah, it's coming from Amazon. Oh, you're tomorrow. gonna have to send some video of this because I, I gotta yeah, see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get put them right next to this park exclusive Chopper that I got. <sighs> yeah, he's pretty sweet. Um, I'm excited they're putting him back out on the like a vintage collection card pack chopper. Yeah. I'll be still. I think to get I have one, so. a chopper fig, but I'm gonna probably get the new ones with the new art and stuff. They're doing the black series of a re-release of the black series one of him again. Yeah, too, he's so. he's somebody I'd probably grab. Uh, you know, the vintage collection just because I've I've kind of decided that I've added him to my. I'm trying to get everything I can of this character. Mm-hmm. So I have him and uh, Ahsoka and Bo-Katan are my your top people. threes. My They've got I'm all that Ahsoka stuff, of. man. It's hard. It's hard to keep. Yeah, up with. Ahsoka stuff. You got to be uh, choosy, but Chopper's not going to get enough. I mean, Chopper. I feel like I can buy pretty much. Yeah, you'll everything. be able to keep up with that better. You know what it means, though. So I have a I have a um, a figure signed by Rosario. I have a figure signed by Ashley. I have a figure signed by Katie. So now I need to get a chopper figure signed by Dave. Yeah. He that's mm. he's tough. To I know. That would be a hard one. I'm surprised Goals, he doesn't man. do uh like a limited meet and greet at celebration. I wish he would. It would sell out immediately. Yep. He, and he's he one of one. Us. <laughs> he's real like we used to always say that Mark was the one that was the one of us, but Dave is like really yeah, one of us. Yeah. He did one the one. I don't know if he did more before that one though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, like I really could see him doing on. it and it being for charity. Even like that's what just, he did when Justin that's what that's and what it was. Vic got their uh, signed mm-hmm. art prints. Was a uh, hundred hundred bucks. Uh, I can't remember what charity the proceeds went to, but all of the proceeds from it went, and there was a, only a hundred of them. Hundred prints, hundred bucks. All the chair, all the proceeds went to charity. So, um. But it was very cool, very cool meet and greet. Um, but yeah, I don't know if he did any before then, 
that because that's like really when it like he caught fire and like started moving on up the the Lucasfilm ranks. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I would love that again, though. I would love, love, love that again. So. Yeah, <sighs> I'd love for right, I'd love for celebration else? to be back in the United States again. <laughs> Within You're a year or two, too yes, much, Kyle. Yeah, that's Jeez. um. Ah, right now it'd be so good too with all this stuff coming all out. right we ready to blow fantastic. this and go home i'm ready to get to this other galaxy man uh, let's do it next week i hope they go right. do it do it do it do it come on start skin hutch with uh, do it with it do it do it come on do it what's that from do it, it was uh the Starsky Starsky and hutch, hutch remake uh, it's been a long <laughs> time owen wilson yeah, and um Roman cola do it <laughs> jesus this is where we wrap that, it up, people. Thing, right me. here. <laughs> play You're all thing. clear, kid. Now let's blow this thing and go home. We hope you guys enjoyed our immediate recap of episode three, Time to Fly, of Ahsoka. Um, this was great. This was fun. It, I think it worked well for like a 30-minute episode um, right afterwards and just BSing about uh, it. But, I'm okay with it. You know, I, Justin, I always have brilliant and insightful slash hilarious things to <laughs> this say. Is per- so. this, is it. Uh-huh. this is perfect for me because now I'm not even expected to do any prep. Let's just go. <laughs> yeah. Did I watch the episode? In I know. Let's yeah. Um, might be a little trouble if it's an hour and a half season finale and we're here till like two or something trying to do this, but um, could be fun. Push could be on. fun. I enjoyed it. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it too. Pergill filled episode, highly enjoyable. Um, if you guys are loving Rebels, if you guys are loving Ahsoka, I'm going to put this out there. Go on back the ghost, the HasLab ghost. Uh, I don't even know where we're at right now. It's still at like close to 12,000 or something like that but um, gotta hit those stretch goals people hit the stretch goals um, my name is Justin you can find me on Twitter at I am the Bendu you can find Outer and Beacon anywhere on the social media Facebook Twitter and Instagram um, where can they find you guys at this is Josh and if you wanna buy some death sticks you can DM me on Instagram or Twitter at Battle of Tanab. Uh, this is Kyle, and I am KB underscore legend on all the social media except for what, what one did Truth you social. Except for Truth Social, because that's Josh. <laughs> KB underscore legend on Truth Social. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right. Well, we'll wrap it up. Get out there, do something Star Warsy. May the Force be with you. Always. Always, baby. Sometimes, regularly. <laughs> only if you're forced. According sensitive. to Josh, it's only <laughs> only if you're forced. People <laughs> forces in all of us. <laughs> it surrounds us. It binds us. Bye. <laughs> I'm. I almost said the forces in your mom, but then I stopped myself. For a multitude of reasons. <laughs>